0: Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry, where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk, but if not... Then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, livestock friends, to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And tonight we go to Greensburg, Indiana. And again, talking to a fellow Boilermaker uh, fan and Boilermaker friend here. Uh, we seem to get a lot of those on this program, and uh, we, we enjoy that very much. I'm talking tonight to a fourth-generation cattleman. And uh, this young man has became the herd manager at Stewart Select in 2011. He is active in the state Angus Association. He is also the IBCA treasurer. And also he's on a local hospital foundation board. And at the same time, he is the technical the technology and data uh, operator for the farming operation. And so uh, from Greensburg, Indiana, they have a sale on April 6th, and that sale is going to start at 5 o'clock p.m., and we're going to talk about that just a little bit later here uh, with that. But uh, I want to introduce my guest and, and get some history about this herd and how things got started and and get into uh, the sale cattle as well. So uh, my guest guest, on this edition of Before the Bid is Mr. Andrew Stewart. Andrew, how are uh, things in Greensburg today?
1: Good, good. It was uh, uh, real bright and sunny over the over the weekend. We got a lot of things done, and uh, appreciate you having me on the on the podcast here, Andy.
0: Well, I appreciate it very much and appreciate it. We got, a, we got uh, one dry evening tonight, and then it sounds like some rain's going to come in. So I, I appreciate you uh, coming in and, and being able to talk with us uh, tonight to talk about this sale, the Stewart Select Performance Tested Bull Sale with select females uh, as well in, in this offering. So, uh, uh, Andrew, tell us a little bit, uh, introduce your, your family, and uh, then we'll kind of get into some history of the operation.
1: Yeah, so um, obviously I'm here on the farm with with my wife, Darcy, and our three kids, Matthew, Haley, and Ella Kate. And um, with me as far as in uh, our farming operation, um, it started kind of with my uh, great-grandpa, and he had two sons, John and Gilman. John was my grandpa, and then from there, uh, Gilman had one son, Tom and then my uh, dad came back, Jim, and then my dad's sister uh, married uh, Steve Gunn, and Steve uh, is then on the farming operation, so that's kind of the third generation, Tom, Jim, and Steve, and then uh, here in the fourth generation with me is uh, Steve's son, Josh, and Tom's son, Nick, um, so we're all kind of Starting out, uh, uh, or continuing on, I guess I should say, uh, the operation and working to uh, make the best quality beef, and we have a a seed business as well, and then the farming operation um, that all uh, has a lot of moving parts and keeps us all pretty busy.
0: Right, I was at the operation a couple of years ago on the National Angus tour, and uh, uh, we went to the seed business, and what a what a business that is, and all the things that are that are entailed with that. How how much of that do you get into uh, at all with the with the seed business?
1: Well, I just look kind of high level overview on the seed side of the business. Um, just kind of look at some of the financials and in, involved in some of the. Um, kind of capital or improvement projects that, that we look at to see if they're the right fit for our business. Um, I'm involved on the farming side too in, in conjunction with the Angus. Those are tied a little bit more closely together than the seed side of the business. Uh, but I'll uh, do the data management and uh, you know technology GPS part of the farming operation to uh, kind of keep us abreast on on top of all the latest and greatest technology that help us to improve our margins and uh, you know produce the the most bushels uh, with the least amount of inputs and uh, make it more sustainable like everybody kind of talks about.
0: How do you guys there's a, there's a lot of you right here in this. How do you guys kind of split that up? Uh, split some of those duties up?
1: <laughs> yeah, it just uh, we kind of kind of see what works i guess and see who's who's good at what and um um it's just a lot of us trying to uh just do do whatever we can and and find the people that like to do certain aspects of it and just kind of let them take the wheel and and run with it
0: and always have that comedy in there with with steve around right
1: yeah yeah my my (laughs) uncle steve uh you you can't have a uh, conversation with him without laughing. I think at least six times. So. is that
0: what is that what his number is? You got he's got to make you laugh yeah, six I, times.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's the number.
0: Yeah. Yep. Today's today's his birthday as well, right?
1: It, it is. That's uh, <laughs> that's the same because uh, he just says that uh, um, every day is your birthday because you were alive uh, a year ago um, on this same day.
0: Right, and, and uh, we don't want to get into it too much, but uh, we want to wish him good health and and uh, wish him all the best in the world, and and hope he's listening and uh, and smiling uh, along with us on this. Yep. So, who else do you have uh, right there that helps you with the cattle operation and the, and the farming operation?
1: Yeah, so we uh, we have a guy that's actually been with us for over forty years now, um, John, and he's he's great. No knows. knows uh, health of the cattle and uh, knows how to work work cattle and knows how to breed cattle uh, and uh, he he really helped me out when when I came back not saying I I didn't know you know uh, what went on on the cattle side but I didn't know all the the intricacies I guess of day to day operations and kind of what we what we did and um, he can he can go out and fix a fence he can you know, weld new gates and, um, you know, fix stuff on the tractors and things. So he's, he's real good. And we actually, um, I guess this was, uh, May of 2018. We did take on another kind of full-time help. Um, his name's Trevor and, um, he's, he's done really well. And he's learning, uh, for us, uh, trying to, trying to take over John's role uh, a little bit and, let John do some other duties that um, he has more on the farm side of the operation. John does about 90% of our spraying, um, which our sprayer gets a lot of work covering the acres that we cover. So um, that, that kind of is why we hired uh, Trevor and also to kind of foreshadow a little bit with Tom and Steve, who are kind of getting close to retirement age and, knowing that I'm probably going to be taking over some of the responsibilities um, as far as management-wise um, and things. We needed somebody else to do do more of the day-to-day, the, the, the feeding and uh, manure hauling and, and breeding cattle and, and things of that nature that it um, not saying I, I don't want to do it, I don't like to do it. It's just that uh, we can find somebody else and I can focus my efforts elsewhere as well, so...
0: Right. Everybody's, everybody's going to play that role. So yeah. Well, how did, uh, how did the cattle get started, uh, with you guys and and with the family and, and where did, where did this all blossom from?
1: Yeah. So, um, back in 1955, our family purchased the the farm that I live at, um, actually, and it had some kind of rolling, rolling hills and woods area with, with a big creek that ran through it um, to the east, and at that time we kind of made the decision that okay, we gotta you know buy some type of cattle or sheep or, or something that kind of grazed these uh, the pastures, and it was decided that Angus cattle were gonna be the way to go, and so we went and we purchased uh, the entire herd, Hal Royce. Um, from over around Bedford, and that was 35 cows, and that was basically our start, and we still have some of those same cow families today um, with some of the adventurous cows and and cows that are um, kind of staples to our operation.
0: Interesting story with that first set of cows, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was. So, um, when we, when we first got those 35 cows, they were actually all, all bred to a bull that had the dwarfism gene. Um, so that whole first calf crop, we basically had to, um, just, just sell as market, market animals, uh, because we didn't want to keep those, those same genetics to that had that dwarfism gene on back. So, Um, I guess even, even back then, uh, you know, 60 plus years ago, we were still, uh, dealing with genetic defects, like, like we are a little bit here in the 2010s and 20s. So,
0: so nothing wrong with the cows, just the, just the calves that that came off. Right. Right. Yep. Well, Well, good deal. What, uh, um you guys have, and you've grown this thing and and, uh, become very popular with with the bull sales and the bull production and things, and and you guys have some some bulls that are are really out there and really available for uh, some genetics that that you guys have for sale, and you've got some in studs and uh, those kind of places, and and would you take just a minute, talk about a few of those bulls, uh, and and, and tell us some of the highlights on on those bulls?
1: Yeah, so... um we had a, a total of seven bulls that have gone to AI studs and um the first one was back in the mid nineties, um, called Ambush Advantage. Um then we had a uh, son of SAF fame, um, that we named Decatur that went to sires Ambush Advantage went to sires as well. But uh, Decatur actually was at the bull test and was one of the you know, top indexing bulls there at the bull test, uh, right, right around 2000, I believe. And, um, so he, he was pretty popular and went into some, into some heifer, uh, breeding projects and things out West, um, in his years. Um, then we got insight, which was an in focus son. um, he was born in 2007. And so he had some, uh, good years as well, putting in some of those, uh, heifer projects. Uh, and then, the bull that's kind of made us uh, more well known for sure um, came around in uh, 2012, was born in 2012, and we sold him in 2013. And his name is SS Niagara Z29. And he's been really good for Select Sires. He's actually been on uh, the leadoff bull in the Select Sires directory uh, for two years now, which is Kind of unprecedented for, um, for any bull to um, say they're in. Actually, they weren't consecutive years. So he was actually in 2018, he was the leadoff bull in the directory. And then now here in 2020, um, he is again. Um, there's three other bulls that um, we have in sire or, or uh, in AI studs. Uh, one is Warrior, who was sold to Accelerate Genetics. He was uh, one of the highlights of the Midland Bull Test sale back in 2013. We had at our very first sale here, bull sale on the farm, a uh, bull called SS Rocket, C-142. And um, he sold to select sires um, there in our first sale. And then we also sold Brickyard, who is a Niagara son, um, to Gen X Cooperative there a couple of years ago. He's just a more... Cavanese son of Niagara, um, has, has big ribeye, uh, good growth, um, but that Cavanese as well. So, uh, Niagara has really taken off like I was kind of mentioning, but he's actually the number 14 bull in registrations for fiscal year 2019 for the American Niagara Association with 1,572 progeny. So, um, you know, if you've heard of a bull called Enhance or Discovery, uh, those are the two bulls that were right on either side of them for a number of progeny registered uh, with the American Angus Association. So uh, Niagara's done done a lot of good things. Um, the females are, are really good cattle. Um, he's won the Bedford Bull Test several years. Um, I think he actually won it four years in a row. The first two years were bulls that I raised. And then, uh, the two years after that, um, I didn't send any Niagara sons and it was just other breeders here in the state that ended up breeding to him. And those bulls ended up winning the bull test for, um, you know, the performance index. And, uh, this year I actually ended up sending some Niagara sons out to the middle bull test in Montana. And I had, uh, two of the bulls gain over four pounds a day. And there was only one other bull in all of Group One that gained over four pounds a day, and that was another bull that I raised, just a different sire. Um, so he's he's really uh, really coming strong and uh, really doing well. And these these cattle from weaning to yearling on Niagara's they just just grow for sure.
0: Actually, got a Niagara son right out here that uh, that Dad sent down a couple a week or so ago, and I uh, really really enjoy him, and and really easy to get mm-hmm. along with, and he's a really nice one. So so yeah. I I myself enjoy these these Niagara's. So yeah. Niagara's not the it, it's not really the one of the first ones that put you guys on the map. Wasn't there a Chicago
1: story something or other? Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Well, it, it's not really a bull, but it's uh my my uncle uh, or great uncle, I guess, uh Gilman was um uh, at Purdue and they actually raised a steer uh called Loyal alumnus four. And that steer um, actually won Chicago and uh they ended up touring him around the country. Um In in this little kind of van bus type deal and my great uncle got to go along with them, uh, to kind of show them around and, uh, say that, Oh, this is, this is how you want to make cattle, you know, with, uh, these short stocky legs and, and big top and, and everything else. And, um, so he, he actually was the one that developed or helped develop the ration and was in charge of feeding him throughout his, um, his kind of development stage and, and fitting him for the show and everything. So that was a neat experience for, for my great uncle. And that's what kind of gave him the passion a little bit for, for cattle. Um, and why we have the Angus here on the farm today.
0: Well, that's really cool. Do you, do you know how long that went on? How long they paraded him around?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not positive. I want to say it was, it was somewhere around like six months after, after the Chicago show that they just kind of took him around all over the country there.
0: That's really, that's a really neat story. Just taking him out there and and showing him around and, uh, making him the, the poster child, I guess, for, uh, for raising steers, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's great. You talked a little bit about those, those bulls of Midland. Anything else you want to tell us about those Midland bulls that, that, uh, uh, that these guys might want to hear about.
1: Yeah. So actually the, uh, the final report, uh, for Midland just came out today. So, um, you go look at that at, at midlandbulltest.com and, um, see those final, uh, progress reports. And, um, I ended up having, uh, my lot 213 bull, which is a GAR surefire son out of a side mandate, uh, cow. Um, He actually has 124 mid to bull test index. So that's the highest mid to bull test index uh, in the sale. So he will uh, sell first there or out there because they just do it by that index. Um, He had 135 efficiency ratio. He had 131 gain ratio. He weaned off at 115 ratio here on the farm. Um, He had 114 uh, yearling ratio. Uh, how they calculated out there and then the Denver bulls test. So he basically did everything you could want in a bull. Um, and my, those pictures uh, of him uh, are on my Facebook page. If you want to go uh, check those out, um, he's uh, just a really good bull. And uh, that cow has just performed uh, time and time again for us. She had a son a couple of years ago that was a comrade son and uh, he, I sent him out there to the Midland Bull Test, and uh, he was one of the top selling uh, bulls out there that year. And I'm trying to look up uh, her uh, ratios that she has on her progeny. So she has uh, weaned off six calves with an average of 109 weaning ratio. Wow. Five calves with 107 yearling re- ratio. Uh, and then six calves with the 100 ratio there for ribeye. So she really uh, really does it for us. Um, and actually the, the grand dam uh, on that same pedigree, she's weaned off 10 calves at 111 ratio and has nine calves at yearling with 106. Um, so if you don't think there's cow power behind, behind this bull, lot 213 out of Midland, um, you just you just need to do a double take there because he's, he's going to really uh, have an impact for whoever, whoever ends up getting him.
0: Growth, growth and pounds are in the blood.
1: Yes, that's for sure.
0: And this isn't the first success you've had out of Midland. You've had bulls out there for, for quite a few years.
1: Yeah, we started, uh, I think the first group we sent out there uh, sold in 2011, so I guess this would technically be our 10th uh, group of bulls that that went out there in that first year we actually had um the top average daily gain bull um in group one like we we did again this year um obviously i mentioned warrior earlier that sold through the midland bull test um he wasn't top top but he was him and uh, another one of his half brothers actually um another war party son they uh, they really, uh, caught some eyes there at, at the sale. And, um, that was in 2013 when <laughs> kind of the, the cattle market was on a decline a little bit. Um, and cow, cow numbers were going way down. So, so bull prices were, were down too. And, um, but those two bulls, those two half brother war party bulls, um, um, re- really topped, I think, uh, one was the fifth. And then the other was, I think the, ninth high seller out of all those uh those bulls out there
0: so when they come to look at Stewart select bulls at the at the midland bull test they know they know they're the real deal
1: yes yep that's for sure yeah and then two years ago i had the uh champion average daily game sire group as well with a set of uh mar innovation uh calves out there
0: that's re- that's really good. It's a good deal. That's neat. Well, Andrew, where can we uh, where can we find some more information out about uh, about Stewart Select and about the herd and uh, different things about the operation?
1: Yeah, um, we have a website. Obviously, if you just go to www.stewardselectangus.com. Um, you can also check us out on our our Facebook page. Uh, we're on there, and I. Uh, post updates every now and then. I don't. I don't try to uh, inundate your your news feed, and I usually try to only uh, put a little bit what's pertinent on there. Um, but feel free to check us out on on both of those. Uh, we have a Twitter account as well, and like I said, I don't uh, you know post a whole lot of stuff on there. But you know when we have some sales coming up and uh, you know different things, I will will post on on both Twitter and Facebook there
0: did you know on facebook i don't know how avid facebook user you are i'm not great at facebook obviously either but did you know that they could go to your page and if they want all the updates whenever they come out they can go there's a little button up there that they can push and it says see first so uh any any time that uh that that they want to see what uh, andrew stewart is up to and, and what he's putting on there uh on that page why uh they can they can see that first by doing that or they could also do the before the bid they could do see first on that as well so You're right yeah i yep. just le- i just learned that uh, a couple of weeks ago so uh so i thought that was really neat but yeah just uh something that they can do especially especially with upcoming sale things going on uh they they can do that and, and see all your updates right all right you guys have you have the sale coming up here uh ready to get into some of these sale cattle um you guys have that sale coming up here on april the 6th and it's going to be at five o'clock p.m and then and tell us just a little bit about the the whereabouts of that sale and and how things are going to go with that andrew
1: yep so uh the actual sale location is at our um, warehouse uh, of the seed location um, which is um, right off of uh Highway three, just north of Greensburg, uh, go past North Decatur High School, and it's just uh, 2.2 miles down the road. Uh, they'll be on the north side, on the left side of the road. Uh, the sale cattle obviously are um, where we we house them here at my house, um, which is just right around the corner from there. Um, and then the cat, sale cattle will be on display anytime from now and until up until uh sale day and we'll have them kind of sorted off in their their pins there um on sale day for guys to view and um guys don't have to bring their trailers and, and take them that night you know if you just want to uh drive your truck or your car and come come get them the the day after a couple days after uh, we can work with you there but um sometimes it's a longer drive at night uh for guys going home and uh we want guys to be be safe as obviously and uh not have to unload bulls in the dark if if they do end up getting one so uh feel free just drive drive your truck and uh come to the uh location of the cattle there at my house uh which is 1601 north county road 200 east uh there in greensburg and then uh at 4 o'clock, we'll have the meal, uh, or the meal will start. We'll be serving food, uh, um, you know, obviously all the whole time over there during the sale. And uh, then we'll have the sale start uh, uh, right, right as close to 5 as we can there.
0: And that is Greensburg, Indiana, for our uh Ireland and Canada and, and Jamaica, listeners. Uh, I, I saw that on my uh, on my things the other day. That uh, yeah, we're we're really stretching out there. So that is Greensburg, Indiana, USA uh for for those listeners so uh but but uh with Andrew you can get right to get right to the place and and of course the address and things in the in the catalog uh where where can we find the catalog for this Andrew and maybe uh they can stop and and pull this up or or if they've got theirs in their hand why they can open it up but but where could they find it online if they don't have one right there in their hand
1: yeah so if you uh if you don't aren't on our mailing list there and want to look at the catalog you can go to stewardselectangus.com. I have a link to a PDF file, um, for the catalog there. You can also find it on, on angus.org, uh, search the, the sale books and, uh, look, look at Indiana sale books and it'll be, uh, one of a handful or so of, uh, books there. You could also go to DVauction.com. Um, the sale will be broadcasted live on DV auction and uh, DV Auction has a link to our catalog uh, actually posted to the website uh, right now that you can go, go look at and see if that's uh, your mode of action to to find your catalogs.
0: And I've got your catalog brought up and a great picture there, of the family uh, on the opening pages and, and some information there. Uh, and, and then we can find some more information. You go to the back page of the catalog, Uh tell us just a little bit, uh, who's, who's managing it, uh, who can we call to get some more information, uh, if we can't get a hold of Andrew Stewart, uh, who else, uh, who else do you guys have that, that are helping you out with this?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I work with Ranch Long, uh, to help manage my sale and, uh, make sure it all, uh, f- flows, uh, smoothly and everything. Um, and then we also will have, uh, Tim Dietrich is, is one of our, um, uh, Ringman there for the sale, and we also have one of the American Angus Association reps, uh, Alex Tolbert. Um, he lives uh, just uh, across the border there in Kentucky, um, so he'll be coming up for uh, for the sale that night. Um, our auctioneer is Eddie Burks, and feel free to contact uh, Eddie as well um, if if you know him and are interested in any any lots um, through DV Auction. Um, Laramie Smith is We'll be running that, and you can contact her. Her number's listed there on that that back page as well.
0: And you've got some some terms and conditions and things that that maybe we ought to mention uh, just a little bit. Maybe mention just a little bit about herd health on these uh, animals that are in this sale.
1: Yep. Um, So, obviously, all... uh, all bulls uh, can be accompanied there with, with proper health papers there. Uh, once I figure out kind of where where they're going, um, they've all passed the breeding status exam. They're all ready for service. Um, they've been um, given a booster, um, a uh, seven-way booster here this this spring. Um, so they should be good to go on that. Uh, we are an accredited negative tuberculosis herd here in the state of indiana we're certified negative brucellosis as well and we are um, in the voluntary yonis program through the state of indiana and we have achieved uh, status level four which is the highest um, level that you can achieve uh, for that yonis certification
0: everything is in a number one working order for as far as the health goes for these bulls yep and and, yes, sure. and females as well. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's great, Andrew. You ready to get into to telling us about a few of these bulls and a few of these pairs that you have for sale?
1: Yep, yep.
0: Well, I'll let I'll let you kind of uh, just uh, go at it, and and uh, if you would just tell us kind of what lot number you're talking about, tell us what page number we might be able to find them on, and and I'll just kind of let you go right ahead with it.
1: Okay. Um, well, leading off the sale is a group of uh, Way Up sons, and uh, we really like what, what Way Up has done as far as expressing some power and performance into uh, these bulls that are here. Um, the, the lot one bull is actually a, a son of uh, a black granite daughter um, that that's out of the A99 cow, and that A99 cow goes back to to X144 and X144 is, uh, the famed dam of Niagara. Uh, but he's, he's just a a thick, massive bull. Um, you know, plenty of growth. He has 146 on his yearling. Um, he he weaned off, uh, really well with 121 ratio. Um, he's got great carcass traits, uh, scanned 108 ribeye. Um, so really, um, some, some good performance there. He gained, 4.2 uh, Four point two pounds per day um, There on test um, going down to lot to um, another bull that I really like and uh, if you look at his picture um, oh, yeah. you can tell that he's 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 one heck of a bull there Cavaney's uh son of way up out of a a patriot daughter, and these patriot daughters uh, i'm I'm just really loving they're they're moderate but they uh they really pack the pounds onto their calves. Um, they, they've they got good flesh and ability to them and, and just good, solid, functional cattle in those Patriot daughters. But this way up son, um, you know, he he did about everything uh, you could ask of him um, there out of that first calf heifer. Um, you know, just looking at his picture, you can tell that he's going to make somebody a, a great herd sire for sure. So,
0: um, let's, I should mention, going, I should mention before we talked a little bit, uh, beforehand, you are selling them in catalog order, correct?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. So they will be selling lot, lot one through, uh, 44 on, on the bulls. Then we'll go straight into the, into the females there. So, Okay. but, and, and how I kind of sell them and how I, how I put them through the catalog is. I'll I'll just put them all in, in sire groups together, and that's kind of how I, I sell them and not necessarily saying that, you know, the way-ups are the best sire group and my next sire group's mainstays, if they're, you know, worse or not. I mean, it's just – that's just kind of how I, I laid it out a little bit, obviously. You know, I got some Niagara's in here, and, you know, I kind of told you at the beginning of the podcast how – how good Niagara has been for us. And, uh, they're, they're down a little ways, but, um, there's, there's still some really good Niagara calves, um, back there. Just wanted to, um, you know, put a couple of these others that I think are somewhat up and coming sires, um, up towards the front of the lots and such. So, uh, the next sire group that, that I featured there, some Keneally mainstay sons, and he's a Keneally glory, um, out of a hemisphere cow. And, the mainstay is how I kind of describe them as, as they're just kind of fault free cattle that are just consistent. Um, you don't have any that are, you know, super high on, on growth, um, or, you know, you know, birth weight, you know, one way or the other, they're just kind of middle of the road consistent, but sometimes, uh, you know, keeping stuff, you know, right in the middle, um, is are going to be the cattle that really make you money. Um, sometimes you're not trying to focus on the, extremes one way or the other so the first one lot four um and and i i didn't get a a picture of him in the catalog here but um, once you see his video once it goes up there on dv auction you'll you'll see that um he's just a a really good bull he's actually a bull that um i sold half interest in his dam uh to a breeder down in tennessee and um, that cow as you can tell by her production ratios she has four calves 97 for bird, four at 110 for weaning weight, uh, four at 105 for urine weight, four at 101 for IMS, and four at 103 for ribeye. So she's on the right side of averages for all of her progeny. Um, and I think that just speaks wonders for um, what the cow power is behind um, this lot four bull. Um, so if you really want one that's, that's going to sire some, some good functional, uh, cattle, one that you can put some females back in your herd, um, take a look at lot four there. So, um, uh, going on, on the mainstays there, I got uh, lot six is, is another bull that, um, you can tell that his cow as well has, uh, has done, uh, pretty well in our herd. And I mean, she's weaned off. 14 calves at 105 ratio and has 13 calves with a yearling ratio of 107 so um you know that that cow's been been around a long time and uh, i wish i had a few more daughters i have a couple daughters but i wish i had even a few more daughters out of that uh, cow but she's given me more bulls and heifers throughout her her lifetime there so um Looking at the bull that's right below him there is lot seven, and um, he just kind of does it all. He's a Cavanese, um son of mainstay out of a Niagara cow um, back to the, the Elba SS W27 cow that we flushed. Um, had a really good flush attraction sons out of that W27 cow, and um, this bull just kind of just does it all. The um, Got a really high dollar C um, yearling weight's up there to 132. Um, he, uh, had an IMF ratio of 117. So if you want one that's, uh, going to hang some good carcasses for you, um, look at lot seven there.
0: And he's got the look too, as, as according to his picture.
1: Yes. Yep. That's, that's for sure. He's got, got plenty of quarter to him, plenty of rib, um, really long body then um, just kind of a, a good, good, clean, uh, uh, clean front end and everything as well. So the uh, the next set of bulls there, um, just skipping a couple of those um, mainstays um, and kind of focusing on the top top one or two of each sire group. The Bonanzas are next. Um, my lot twelve there. Um, he's one of the highest uh, dollar in um you know, actually i think he is the highest dollar in bull in my offering um and one of the highest obviously in the in the breed as well ranking in the top one percent there he's a calving son um he goes back to the, the lucy ssd 32 cow which um she actually has a daughter selling uh later on in the sale and she had the uh top selling female in my sale last year. Um, there was a daughter of Niagara that had a surefire half a cafe at uh, her side that sold the Bob Ramsey up in up in Frankfurt area. So he um he just kinda kinda does it all and he's definitely got enough uh d- enough rib to him, don't you think there, Andy? Mm-hmm. Sure does. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty. So yeah. Um, the next bull there I kind of want to mention a little bit is, is lot 14. Um, he's out of a Niagara daughter and, uh, you know, if you kind of look through this catalog, these Niagara females, um, are starting to come on and they're starting to produce some really good bulls. So that just kind of speaks highly of, of what he's doing and what he's able to transmit to, to his daughters and, um, you know, pass on to his uh progeny throughout but he's just a, a really thick rascal this lot 14 bonanza son um i you know if you once you get looking at him in the videos you'll see how how wide based and um, um you know thick butted he is um so he should really pack the pounds on for whoever uh gets him to improve their herd there so um, there's, there's really a lot of these bonanza sons. I had, had a big slug of them and, um, I, I didn't use them again here this past spring. So I don't have any calves out of them. Uh, but i looking at these, how they developed kind of a yearling. Um, I went back to them and I'm going to breed them pretty heavy, uh, into my herd this, this coming spring as well. So, um, going down couple pages there to some of my Niagara sons um, there's several Niagara's out of a comrade cow and what I have have found out and if you look back at prior sales this Niagara mated with a comrade um, really really hits the lick and you just make good functional solid cattle um, that can go out you know get, give you the pounds still give you uh quite a bit of um you know cavities and and low birth weight that a lot of guys here in Indiana need uh but if you look at lot either know twenty six twenty seven twenty eight uh twenty nine and and thirty uh, those are all three quarter brothers um that you could go and and put right back in your herd and uh put them in a big group of cattle to uh um, you know, breed breed several females too, and get a, a consistent consistent calf crop. And twenty six has this picture right there, and um, you can tell that's that's kind of the bulls that, that we're trying to raise just good, solid, plenty of rib to them, uh, good core, and uh, just ones that are going to be functional for for our customers uh, for many years to come. So um, have a Couple uh, other kind of Niagara grandsons, including one son of uh, Brickyard, that's that bull that we sold the, to Gen X there. Um, he's kind of a definitely more of a Cavanese bull with a, a minus 2.4 birth weight uh, to him. Um, have a couple sons of, of Warrior in lot 34. Um, he's actually out of a, a rocket cow, and um, he's also another. Uh, super spread bull minus 1.5 on birth, up to 124 yearling. Um, he uh, you know weaned off really well at 114 ratio, had 110 yearling ratio uh, and 109 ribeye ratio. So he can uh, really pack on the pounds for whoever ends up uh, getting him as well. So um, we also have some some actual Rocket Sons that uh, uh, won Lot 37. Um, if you want to uh, make sure you don't have any cavities problems, uh, check out <laughs> a Lot 37 there. He's, uh, he's 18, uh, CED minus 4.7 birth weight. Uh, I haven't um, actually done some sorts to see where he would rank um, in the Angus breed, but that's got to be, um, you know, in the upper, upper echelon of the, of the 1%. Um, so he's, uh, definitely possesses enough, uh, calving ease for, for any, uh, any breeder, um, that's concerned about their, uh, breeding their, uh, big charlotte or scimitol cows. Right. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, wow. Yeah, I couldn't make it out if it was a seven or a three, but yeah, that's some that's some cavities right there, and he's got the look. I mean, look at go look yeah. at his picture. I mean, this bull. Yeah. He, he he's he's nice.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's for sure. So, uh, lot thirty nine. That's right across the uh, on the other side of the page. Um, he's he's another rocket son. He doesn't have quite the, um, uh, birth weight and, and Cavities as as lot 37, but, um, he is, he is one wide base thick truck. I mean, um, with that Baldridge Jennings kind of behind there and then Niagara back behind there again, um, he's, he's expressing some of that from the dam side, just, um, some, you know, rear quarter, um, and good depth of rib and, I'm um, just gonna pack on the meat. He gained, you know, 4.25 pounds per day. So he's he definitely uh, definitely put on the pounds this winter. So you
0: you talked video. Uh, you talked a little video. Let me. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. You talked a little video mm-hmm. about when should those videos be out? You believe?
1: I I would say they're going to be out sometime the week of the 16th um so definitely by probably the 18th of march there you should be able to go on dv auction and and find all the videos on on these bulls and then a, a few of the the female lots we didn't get every single female lot uh videoed but i i think we got um right at half or maybe a couple more than half um of the the female lots videoed there So um, going on, uh, there's just a few more bulls, kind of getting down to the to the last of them there. But um, have a couple more calving east sons, of the Rocket, and then uh, have uh, three Surefire sons. And um, I, I bred Surefire or uh, used Surefire, I guess, uh, to put in a little bit of marbling, um, kind of carcass genetics, and and that's exactly what these three bulls did. I mean, you look at the. The marbling on all these are in the top twenty percent or better uh, for marbling. Um, they have some some pretty good dollar bees there, um, being in the top you know fifteen percent and five percent ones, just a little bit lower there at forty percent. But um, you know, good cavines with uh, with the marbling as well. And uh, I was talking about my lot two thirteen out there at Midland. It's a, a surefire. Um, so he's he was kind of my best one i guess uh per se that i sent out there but uh these bulls are, are right there with them and uh, possess some good traits to, to to have guys to retain ownership in some cattle and um really uh follow those uh cattle all the way to the rail and capture those premiums for the investments that they're going to make on uh these surefire bulls so um going into the spring pairs a little bit. Um, we have, have 30 females that we're going to be selling, uh, the first two lots. Um, they're just stout, solid cows. Um, lot 46 actually had my top selling bowl from the 2018 sale and his, uh, he's pictured right there. Um, that was uh, SS Niagara E34. And the thing about, um, lot 46 is she is actually going to be selling with a full brother to that 2018 top selling bull. Oh, wow. Um, so, um, and, and I should have genomics back, uh, by sale day and I will try to, um, hopefully whenever I get those back, I'll have a, kind of little supplemental sheet that I'll try to post to my website and I'll probably try to mention it there on Facebook. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook and say, Hey, uh, update genomic scores for, for calves of uh, the cow selling and uh, my sale will be posted. And so just kind of be on the lookout for that, but um, that upside cow. And I ended up uh, flushing her there last year and, and had some flusher actually to Niagara since I knew, Hey, this thing, works you know why screw up a good thing right andy mm-hmm. right right but <laughs> so didn't break, so don't I, fix I uh it. exactly exactly so um i have some calves um i have to go back and look exactly i think i have two heifers and one bull um et wise and i actually have i think uh four embryos that i just put in here um here recently so i'll have some of those you know coming in uh mid-december there um, as, as calves, but she's, she's done, done real well for us. Um, you can see her progeny ratios there in the footnotes with four at 92 for birth weight, um, and two at, uh, 104 for yearling weight, um, three, at uh, 103 for IMF, um, three at 107 for, for ribeye. So she's, uh, she really does a lot of things good for us. Um, her numbers aren't, you know, outstanding, but you can see that you can you can mate her to the to the right bull and and you're gonna get some really good progeny that you can be able to sell in your own bull sale or uh, you know put some females back in your herd so uh, lot forty seven uh, another cow that just has done a tremendous job for us um she's a patriot daughter that I was talking about some of those patriot daughters earlier that are just. You know, good functional cattle. Um, you know, not not too big in the frame, um, just real moderate, uh, able to wean off a, a really good sized calf. And you can see the uh, 2019 top seller that's um, pictured right beside her, another Niagara son um, that you know obviously um, showed what what she could do, um, you know, with with that calf of hers. So. She's got a shit sell with a uh, traction sun that uh, um, we raised that's actually out of the dam of Rocket. So that Y-65 cows the dam of Rocket. So her, uh, her EPD profile, um, lot 47, D39, is uh, a little bit better, I would say, than lot 46. And um, you can see that the... Um, you know, footnotes there say that I'm actually going to retain a flush. Um, since I have never flushed this cow and don't have, uh, I have one way up daughter, um, that she had last year that I am going to keep back in the herd. Um, but besides that, I don't have any other progeny, So I am retaining that right to to flush her one time, um, at some time during her lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a couple uh, moving on. There's uh, two uh, Rock Creek Rancher Daughters, which um, these Rancher Daughters, uh, they've got plenty of calving ease, plenty of growth. I'm um, actually selling them both with Niagara Heifer calves beside. their side. And those two um, calves actually um, already have genomically enhanced DPDs. So what's listed there in the catalog since those calves were born just a little bit earlier uh, those are both December calves, so they're going to have plenty of uh, uh, weight on them probably by the time sale time is, and uh, you won't have to do too much to them uh, before you want to try to breed them probably next spring, uh, those two Niagara daughters, if you get either lot 48 or 49, but uh, those two are kind of my features, and, and these are these are young. They're You know, they have their first calf at their side, so they're just, just two year olds, they got plenty of life left in them, and we just decided that um, we kind of had a, a few too many cows that uh, we were kind of keeping back, and uh, just decided that hey, you know what, let's, let's uh, let some other people have some of these uh, good young genetics, and that's why we decided to offer these two two rancher daughters with uh, Niagara calves at their side there.
0: It'll share so, the wealth there,
1: right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. Uh You know, and uh, if you kind of just look through and, and study, and I won't go over all these um, these females, um, just kind of point out a couple couple more there. Lot fifty four. He's or she's a um, uh, innovation daughter um, that uh, has done pretty well for us so far, and you can see the Grand Dams, uh picture there. The X sixty four cow from our adventurous family. Uh, but she actually has an Entice bull calf at her side, and this this mock Entice is uh, gaining more and more momentum. Um, he's a son of Enhanced. I'm going to use him again this this spring uh, to breed to. But uh, some of these Entice calves, you just look at them and you can tell they just got a, a little bit more thickness to them, uh, a little bit uh, more bone, um, and you can tell already that these calves are. Uh, Going to be some of the the top of your calf crop uh later on this summer so um kind of be on the lookout for him especially if you know if you're one to try to develop your own bull and not have uh, me develop it over the winter maybe this one would lot 54 be able to come in there and uh, buy her for a very reasonable price with with him at her side and uh you know, go, go on down the road with a pretty good investment of that, that cow and that bull. Mm-hmm. So, good. um, going on down, there's, um, another, um, innovation daughter, lot 62. Um, and she's Cavani's daughter, um, out of the confidence, uh, cow, the B93. And that's actually a, uh, the B93 is a half sister to our, donor uh the z32 uh war party cow so there's good good genetics from that Lucy cow family uh, but she will sell with a mock entice heifer at her side so um if you're looking for a kind of a a two for almost and want to have two two really good females to put back in your herd um this might be the way to go um purchasing that lot of 62 with um that innovation daughter on her dog half her calf at her side, so uh, looking on uh, lot sixty three through um seventy three uh, these are all uh, first calf heifers that are gonna sell um with a calf at side some have a bull calf, a couple of them have uh half heifer calves as well but um, you know if you just study these and um, if you want any more information about how the dam or the Grand Dam has performed on uh, any of these cows, lot sixty-three through through seventy-three, these are these you know first calf heifers. Um, I, don't hesitate to uh, give me a call and and talk about them because they're really going to do some good um, for some guys. Um, uh, know, yeah, there's there's plenty of life left in them, and um, you yeah, know, we just decided that a lot of these were calving. If you look at the birth dates on the calves, we're calving that oh uh, into into January, and some of them there into February, and we're trying to push our um, calving season up uh, just a little bit more into more into December and the first part of January. So that's kind of why we're uh, choosing to part ways with some of these. Um, you know, good, young, productive females that are just calving just a little bit late for us.
0: But at the same so, time, they're going to fit right in with everybody else. Yep,
1: yeah, yep, yeah, that, that's for sure. So, and I, I do have there at the, at the very end, there's two, a uh, lot, 74 and 75. They're two fall bred um, heifer calves or heifers. Um, they will um, uh, be calving there to that traction sign um, that we we raise there sometime in September, so um, don't want to miss up that opportunity there. If you're uh, you're a fall calving herd, so. here's one
0: thing looking through those that that uh, I just admire about this sale offering the dams on all of these cattle that are selling. I uh, there I don't believe there's anybody that's not a Stewart Select, is there?
1: There's, very few. there's one, there's only one that's, uh, not a steward like dam, Um, and that'd be lot 72. That was a, uh, a KW cow, um, that we purchased, um, a couple years ago. They, they purchased a, a good female from us and, um, we decided to, uh, uh, you know, take a chance and purchase two of their, uh, uh, bread heifers that were due to, um, sex heifer semen. Um, and and ended up purchasing those, but but besides those, um, we hadn't purchased, but you know, a handful of uh, of females um, for probably about 30 years. Um, the really last time we made a kind of a big purchase um, was from the Thomas Angus Ranch uh, back in the early 19, 1990s, I believe, and we purchased seven bred heifers, and and that was kind of the start. Of our jet and Lucy cow families and in a couple other cow families but those are the two um, that um, kind of have survived um, in uh, the test of time and produced some really really good ones for us uh, Niagara's from the jet cow family and uh, uh, warrior um, the bull that went to uh, accelerated genetics uh, he's from the Lucy cow family so Whenever you see Lucy or Jet in any of these cows, I mean, there's some there's some cow power behind um, those females for sure.
0: Well, that's great, Andrew. I appreciate you spending some time with us, going through the catalog. Any other information that we need to know, uh, anything like that that uh, that we haven't got to yet that you might want to share with anybody?
1: Uh, just uh, feel free to reach out anytime, and uh, I'm available. Uh, um, you know, whenever it's convenient for those guys to come uh, come look through the bulls, and like I said, you can you can bid online at at DV Auction. Um, if you aren't able to make it um, sale night, uh, feel free to uh, leave your bid with with me or um, one of the other uh, ringmen. You know, I'm. Um, you can ask other people who I've uh, left or have have left bids with me. You know, I handle your bid just as it was mine, even though it's my own sale, you know, I'm, um, uh, uh, very confident and, um, you know, and or confidential with, with that bid and, um, we'll, we'll try to get, you know, whatever your, uh, order is, uh, purchased for the most reasonable price, uh, price you can get. So
0: well, that sounds great. Really good there, and again, uh, the sale is the Stewart Select Angus Performance Tested Bulls with Select Female Sale, and again, that is April 6, 2020, and it is at Greensburg, Indiana, USA. And it starts at five o'clock p.m. And uh, Andrew, want to want to thank you for spending your time here with me on before the bid, and and I uh, want to wish you good luck on on getting everything finished up and getting everything ready. The catalog sure looks great. Uh, just uh, just great pictures in there of you guys and the family and and the cattle, and uh, just a a really nice easy read, nice catalog that uh, you guys have put together and so just want to want to wish you luck there on on april 6th at five o'clock uh for this bull sale so uh
1: i I appreciate it andy for sure
0: how many bull sales have you have you guys
1: had this is our uh fifth bull sale okay
0: great and you guys used to you guys used to just sell them right off the right off the farm
1: correct yep we uh we used to just sell privately off the farm and um with with me getting a little bit more involved with the uh, farming aspect of our operation and and the spring planting and things, um, we kind of made the decision to go with the bull sale to kind of get a majority of them sold there, kind of in well one fell swoop uh, to to kind of be cognizant of my time there when when it's crucial there um, in spring planting to um, you know be able to have have me do the things in the field that I need to do and, and not slow down that process if somebody wanted to come look at a bull on on May 20th on a uh, 70 degree day
0: when it's going to rain the next day
1: yeah
0: right yeah 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 so well uh again i just appreciate it very much and again the the steward select sale there on april 6th uh 2020 greensburg indiana at five o'clock and we want to welcome you all out there and, and uh hope you can come and and uh, as he said you can bid on db auctions get a hold of somebody and uh, again andrew just appreciate your time for this thank you all right thank you and uh livestock friends again steward select angus performance uh, tested bull sale with females. And again, want to thank Andrew Stewart for being my guest here on this edition of Before the Bid. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming com- podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.